All right, Jacques Howard on location. I'm at Classics Books and Gifts, uh, West Lafayette Street, downtown Trenton, New Jersey. Um, Classics is not only a used bookstore, but it's also a location where local um, artisans can have their items on sale here as well. And it's also a meeting spot. And on the third Saturday of each month from 1 to 3 p.m., this is the location for the LBOT, hashtag LBOT, Library Boxes of Trenton podcast, where we're going to be talking about all things literacy related. And uh, we'll have some authors here. And of course, anything I'm involved in is going to have some components of art involved as well. And in sitting down with me now, I have C.A. Showfed, who is a Trenton resident. Uh, He lives in Mill Hill. He's also a photographer excuse me, a photographer, and uh, he is a curator, is the curator for the BSB Gallery, the Broad Street Bank Building, which is on uh, State Street. C.A., thanks for a couple of minutes of your time. When is a lovely Saturday afternoon? It's good to be here again, Howard. All right, absolutely. So let's uh, chat a little bit. Um, you've been on a show lots of different times, uh, Trenton 365 show, talking about art in general and your particular art and um, the events that you've curated, Common Threads, um, at uh, Hopewell Valley Vineyard. Let's kind of pull that all together. Um, Let's start with your background and how you finally accepted and realized that you are an artist. (laughs) That's a a mouthful, Jacques. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think, uh, so if we start with art, when uh, uh, my wife decided to move here because she was going to Passage Theater, um, she has since... uh, she enjoys the show. She's a volunteer there. I think she's on the board now at Passage Theater. So uh, she was going there and decided she wanted to buy a house. And uh, we went, went to Mill Hill. And I think in the two weeks time period, that's where she wanted to be. And I was like, what? <laughs> what did you just do? You know, we weren't married at the time. But I'm like, all right, that's where I want to be. Um, so we got married uh, shortly thereafter. And uh, I moved in and uh, saw the vibrant art scene here. It's easy because uh, I... I went to one of the, actually, Caroline and I both um, were one of the very first Art All Night. We volunteered for the very first one. Um, I still have one of those green shirts that everybody tries to steal from me, <laughs> one of the original uh, Art All Night shirts. But um, uh, shortly thereafter, also, I got sick. Uh, I had a, I was on my second kidney failure and uh, had to be out of work for a while. And, um, and during that time, I decided art because that's basically the only thing I could do I couldn't go outside I couldn't do anything so I was creating art I was actually for gifts I was painting and I'm like I like this and Trenton just seems to be uh, the community of artists in Trenton are mm-hmm. just amazing so I kind of one day woke up and told Caroline I'm, I'm not going back to work I'm going to be an artist and this time she said what <laughs> <laughs> and basically at that point said alright I'll give you three, three years to make some money and after that you know you got to go get a job uh, so I worked really hard, and uh, I am now a working artist. Mm-hmm. I actually make money, and through that, uh, uh, as an artist, you you become your own curator at sometimes just to kind of generate shows for yourself. And uh, coming from my background as a project manager, I was kind of good at creating those uh, the uh, the pop art pop up art experience. And uh, through that experience, and some of the shows I've done, and working with artworks and uh, some other people, and some of the uh, outside curation that I do, uh, I curate over at the Hope Valley Vineyards, I do the uh, show that I would do annually, the Common Thread Show, which was to take art, uh, Trenton artists, local Trenton artists outside of Trenton, and uh, tell people this is what this is what you're missing by not coming to Trenton. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that for about seven years, and I think through that experience, the TDA uh, needed some help with the BSB. Um, one of their employees, um, Megan Singletary, who was really running 
the gallery was out for a little bit and they asked me to help them out. And I said, sure. And a year later, I'm still there. And uh, hopefully with a very, that first year is very successful. I was the, the curator. We've hired two staff, which are now the curator. And I think my title is going to be something different and let them do their thing. And that's um, Christy O'Connor and Anya Mickey, mm -hmm. uh, who are really doing all the curation year too. Um, we set a schedule for the whole year and um, uh, they've really just taken it all upon themselves and I'm just trying to make uh, the BSB, as I, I want to say, uh, the Barnes of Trenton. Mm. You know? So we're trying to do some higher end stuff. And this year, uh, part two of BSB Gallery will be a strategic planning meeting with uh, the head of the TDA, Tom Gilmore, and we'll kind of set the agenda for the year and, and how we want to go forward. So and that'll get me maybe a different title, either head curator or director of the BSB and kind of become a little bit more independent from the TDA and, and just try to make that light shine a little bit brighter mm -hmm. on the BSB so to attract more artists and more people to create some more traffic in the downtown area for mm -hmm. uh, for for Trenton and that's that's what TDA's charter is is to support the businesses in downtown Trenton and you know BSB is part of that strategic plan mm -hmm. uh, but within that strategic plan we need a strategic plan but um just through my experiences being a photographer and um, just the contacts, you being one of them um, early on, uh, that helped me promote uh, Common Threads. Um, I think they recognized that and decided, I think initially, to use the brand recognition of the, the CHO fit and then realized, oh, look, he can do some other things. He can things actually do, some, yeah, he he can can actually do, do some things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so with their support, I've kind of, mm. you know, we've kind of taken BSB and hopefully people have noticed that. You know, it's a different type of gallery, staying out of Artworks Way and um, the JKC Gallery, which is just down the street, and, and um, Ellerslie and some of the other smaller galleries and trying to create our own niche, yeah. but also just be a beacon, you know, a little bit brighter so that we can pull more of those people in. So, um, so I want to uh, share two things based upon what you just said. Number one, thank you for being candid, um, sharing a bit about your health concerns. Um, I often find that uh, I'm meeting more and more people who have had something happen in their lives that has now redirected their focus, maybe from more of a traditional employment situation to something that is more satisfying to them. Um, and generally, that's usually artists, um, since I spend so much time with artists. Right. And and I think the world's a better place. It's definitely this local community is a better place because of the artwork that you're creating. So um, Thank you. You're welcome. So congratulations on that. Um, but you finished up the statement touching on several different locations we have here in Trenton that are known for art, um, and mainly galleries. And right. So BSB, you got Artworks, JKC, James Kearney Campus, Gallery, and also Ellerslie. And right. then there's a bunch of others right. that are doing some amazing things. So so no disrespect to whoever was not mentioned in that group. But um, I'd like for you to shift and talk about the art community that you feel here in Trenton? Um, well, Trenton sometimes I think is a small town. It's got a small town feel. Um, I think uh, I always say if you know the same, if you know the right 10 people, you know everybody in Trenton. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can get to every nook and cranny. I mean, it's not totally true, but uh, because I would meet with uh, Casso every month to, to get to parts of it, to, to understand parts of the community that I. Mm -hmm didn't have access to just because of where I was and maybe the people, the, 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 the clack <laughs> mm -hmm. that I was hanging out with, which meant you realize, okay, it's a little bit bigger than, than we all give it the credit for. But that being said, um, it's an easy community 
to get into if you don't have that hang up in your head that it's not an easy community to get. I think if you could, you can walk into Artworks, which is basically what I did and said, I want to be an artist. How do you help? And they are, they will say, if they can't help you, they will point you to other people that can help you. Um, mm -hmm. They'll point you to venues, the other venues that we're talking about. Um, uh, Anne Labatt does art in her over at Base Camp. Um, Trend Social is another place that people start out at. And um, Roebling now mm -hmm. is a place that people can start out. There's so many little places in Trenton where you can get your start. At least, I mean, you did, you invited artists mm -hmm. to, to things that you were doing, Trenton artists. Um, and it's just easy if you, you can always find, if not a mentor, people to help and support you. Um, I think we have people outside of Trenton that I consider Trenton-based artists because they know there's a vibrant scene here and it's a different scene than you would get in some other smaller towns that maybe are mature now and they've matured into something that's not as exciting as maybe that would happen here in an urban environment that you've got a lot of different lives and a lot of different stories that you can pull from here um, that you can't pull from in some of the suburban communities around the area. Um, but it's easy to walk into any of those places or to walk into a uh, an exhibit that may be happening. And you're like, oh, what's going on here? An exhibit and talk to somebody. I mean, how many artists have been pulled into the Trenton art scene because they've just walked into something? You know, I can name a bunch off the top of my head. Or they purposely walked into something and met, you know, the same people that we all see, you know, coming to, you know, with maybe a few exceptions uh, and just said, hey, I'm an artist. What I what? can you do to help me? And you, everybody will say, well, Trenton's easy to get into and talk to this person, talk to that person, mm -hmm. go to this person, they'll all direct you. And that that's what helped me become an artist here in Trenton. I don't think I could have, in my own hometown, I don't think it would have been as easy for me to uh, to break into the arts in a way that I have here because the opportunities are are easy. To, to The community is supportive. Um, everybody, you know, is very supportive from... You know, I remember Casso and Rainbow. Oh, my God, I'm going to meet them, you know, <laughs> you know, and they're just these guys, you know, yeah. that are amazing artists and think nothing of to, to help you or give their advice or something. But they're accessible, mm -hmm. you know, even though for us, they're they're in their names, you know, and and, they'll, and, 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 and I mean, up until a couple of years ago, we had John Narr, who is in who's got pieces in the MoMA. I mean, mm -hmm. right down the street in Mill Hill and. An amazing photographer, part of the Sage Coalition. He was like ninety-seven. And he's part of the Sage Coalition here uh, initially, and uh, all that stuff makes it. Easy. I'm like John Nar and uh, Tamara Torres. I mean, they're just all these people that are like on a national or an international level showing, and they're just people, and they are having the same struggles, and that just brings the. It brings it makes it human, you know, and saying I, I can do it as well. Uh, if again, if your mind is ready for that, it's. I think it's easy. To break all those barriers for me and Trenton with with the community here. Mm -hmm. So, from your perspective, um, and I think you've done a, a wonderful job of, of rounding out um, what's currently happening here in Trenton um, f as a working artist, but also an arts administrator. Um, what do you think do we need to do as a community of artists and artist supporters to expand? Um, it's funny. I was talking to couple people in the city um about that like there are a lot of cities that support the artists and i think in a better way than than trenton does i think with with the new mayor he's got an art feel to it but there isn't a marketing there isn't something from you know i, I think the artists do a really good job of marketing themselves for the most part but 
there's some support, there's some barriers, I think, that we need to sit down and talk to the city. And there isn't one person, I don't think, that you can go to the city and say, this is what we want to do. It's kind of a mishmash of things. And, and hopefully as uh, the mayor gets, you know, moves along in his administration, they'll identify that person. But I think we all need to, as artists, not demand that, but say this art is a, it's an economic, I don't care what anybody else says on certain pages and Facebook, <laughs> but it's an economic engine here. It's one of the economic engines, you know, uh, see art all night. I mean, 30,000 people art all day bring pulls in a lot of people. Um, we have a first Friday. That's like, you can't go at every location now. I mean, I remember when I moved into here a couple of years ago was what's happened in Trenton on a Friday. Well, you can go to social. And then what did you say? Mm-hmm. You know, now it's, wow, what am I going to pick? Yeah. You know, on the, on the, on the first Friday. I mean, champions is now joined and Mill Hill saloon has joined that. It's, you kind of have to pick your poison and decide what you want to do. Candlelight, the jazz there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's pulling in the pe- people. So I think that there needs to be some kind of concentrated effort, whether it's by the artists uh, or by an artist team or some of the other groups that all want to kind of control the, the, the narrative. We've got to figure out how to break that barrier and just say, let's we're all doing duplicate work. So why not get together? And even if we're doing duplicate work, at least with the same voice, say, here we are and here are the tools that we need. You know, we need to kind of there's a time for us to kind of get out of our own way and decide who's not even who's that person, but where do we meet and how do we not duplicate that same effort? Yep. You know, absolutely. 100%. Um, yeah. Um, transitioning um, to your own personal work. Um, you know, I'm a fan of your photography. Um, you uh, have, I've been able to see the evolution of your work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, before I, I know you did a lot of black and whites um, you did this awesome series um, that was a Trenton Social of the Fire yeah, Hydrants. The first, very first show. Which, which, <laughs> I, which I, I do want to say to me that that shows the practicality of art, mm-hmm. and that art is in every day of our lives. Right. But what are we actually seeing? Right. Which I really took from that. And uh, in addition to that, a lot of your work now that I've been seeing, um, it, it's a, a bit more processed. It's like you're you're going in a different direction. So can you just share a bit about um, your current work? It's, I've, I, I actually, with the next iteration of my next camera that I bought, um, I bought a, a Sony uh, a77 Mark II. Um, I went and bought the manual, <laughs> like a full size manual, not the manual that comes with the, you know, little thing that comes with the camera. But I went and bought a manual from a guy that just studied the camera. And so I basically have been reading, like, not even a chapter at a time. I've been reading something about the camera as much as I can. And then I do that thing to death until I figure out the camera. So a lot of that stuff that you're seeing, is coming from my camera. Cause I'm not, uh, I don't like doing after processing. I'm not, I hate Photoshop, not because mm. I hate it. It's just, that it's, it's the difficult, it's overwhelming for me. And if I want to make edits, I want them to be simple edits. And the camera does a lot of that stuff before I even get to it. And I'm like, wow, I need to learn all of my camera so that I can use all of my camera. So there are just, there are so many settings. They're basically uh, just different menus and different things that once you stick it on manual, <laughs> that becomes a whole different palette of things that you can do with your camera. And uh, I just made it a point that that's what I was going to learn. And from that, it's just given me just more tools to use from just for my camera. And now I do some after things now on a smaller, simpler program. Not, you know, if I want to, bluer to be a little bit blue. I've got a program that's a little very simple and I can bump up a blue or something or I can 
crop it easily or, or whatever, change the light. Um, but most of that, 90% of that work goes on in my camera. You know, it's just, there are, for lack of better words, there are filters in the cameras now, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, phones have them. Cameras are a little bit more complicated than that, and they should have them too, right? But that's all just, there's so many different menus in that camera. I'm not even touching, I'm only in the beginning of my, man, my manual and the stuff that I've learned, how to get to things quicker, how to just take advantage of uh, the, the different process, processing light, you know, just making, just willing to make mistakes. Mm. You know, I'm still figuring out how, how do I do things without bringing other light into it? Uh, it the camera's my tool. That's basically what I'm going to have. I can't bring in lights. I'm not that, I'm not that photographer. I am what I see, whatever I see is what I want to get. And I'm not a technically proficient um, photographer. I'm a story based photographer. So I don't care how the story comes out, as long as you can see it and it looks kind of nice and pretty, it gets my message across, that's what I want to see. But in that, you still need to be proficient enough to, to play with the light, that the natural light that you have around you and, mm. and stuff like that. And learning the camera helps you with that. Just getting that manual and just reading it and then playing with that setting to death <laughs> until you get it right. And then I learned from one um, a photographer, I can't remember his name, but he had a list of things that you do. Make your list of what you want to do. I don't do this or I always take my camera with me or, you know, certain things like that. And, um, for me, it was take, don't take, boil it down to a couple of your, your lenses and you have to work with those lenses, mm. you know, and that makes you do things that you wouldn't necessarily do. I only have my prime and I have one kind of, not the best telephoto, just one that I can carry lightly with me because basically when you're going someplace for me i'm unless i'm on vacation i'm not taking all my cameras all my equipment i'm just taking something i could go mm -hmm. and so it makes you like i've only got my prime lens so there's only certain things i'm going to do and you want to do some of the same things that you can with other lenses you just make it up and that forces you to have different angles or different takes on things it's not the same old take if you're just sitting there and you're taking empire state building it's i'm always thinking everybody's taking that shot how can i make it different Oh, well, I'm going to take, you know, I'm going to take it outside of the, you know, the reflection of the Empire State Building across the way or, or something like that. Or I'm going to be right up on it because all I have is my prime lens today or I only have this telephone lens. It only does this much. So it forces you to kind of be inventive. And I think between those things, the inventiveness and learning my camera, I think my processes change a little bit. You can still see shadows of what I was, you know, or, oh, yeah, yeah. or you can see where I was going. But now I'm forced to use certain things that I wasn't, I didn't have access to and or I've only got a limited thing to do. And it just makes you, I think it makes you better. It makes you look at things better. I don't know that it makes you a better photographer, but it certainly makes you look at things completely different. You know, I'm always looking at things from a different angle. Okay, I've seen that picture. How do I not, how do I see something? Millions of people have taken this picture. What, there is a different way to take that picture. I mean, I could take a picture uh, I had a conversation with a photographer friend of mine. He goes, well, I've taken pictures of that place. That's I'm done with that place. You can take every day, get up and take a different picture of the same box, you know, as long as it's outside and the leaf blows through. How do you do that? How yeah. do you make it different every single time? You can't run out of subjects if you do that. You know, you can't. Only if you limit yourself. Only right? if you limit yourself, you know. So I, it, I go in that thinking that I've taken that picture. How do I take it differently? So what would you say to um, uh, photographers or starter beginners um, mm -hmm. who are interested in photography? What would I, to Just a couple, couple tidbits. 
don't be afraid to go get on the manual because you can always take it back to automatic <laughs> when you're like when you're totally lost in the weeds you know um learn all the photography rules and break all the photography rules mm. you know just learn whatever it is there's always basic rules of photography things you should do and things you shouldn't do according to traditional you know there is a specific traditional photography man you know like your picture should be in a black frame and a white border you know break that make, learn it do it really well and then do something completely different do break it don't worry about don't worry about being too technical unless that's where you're going unless you're a wedding photographer then you've got to be um technical or something that it requires uh, the technicality of your camera but be willing to let your pictures can be noisy it's okay you know it's because you, you can always go back and, and clean that up if you get the same day, maybe, or on a similar day. You can go back, but you learn from those situations. You learn, it's like anything, you learn from making mistakes. But always stretch. Photography, everybody has a, a camera with them right now. So how do you distinguish, you know, like we got to think, how am I going to be a photographer and make my mark if everybody has a camera in their pocket? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It can still be done. People see my stuff and they know it's me. You know, I know... Habib stuff, you know, mm -hmm. I know your stuff. I mean, I know everybody has their angle. Just kind of hone it, but don't be afraid to, to break it or to make mistakes because it's just, it's just film. It's just digital, digital at this point. <laughs> so two final things. Share your contact information and what do you have that you'd like to tell folks about that you have coming up on the calendar? Um, so you can get me at, uh, CA Showfed at amphoraworks.com or just look up CA Showfed. I'll come up in a bunch of different ways. Um, amphoraworks.com. Um, but if you just look up CA Showfed, you'll find me. Um, what's coming up? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just working on a couple projects. So I'm, I'm working on some collaborations and I'm taking, I'm hoping to take those collaborations up to Toronto in the next couple weeks because they have a, a, a film um, month they do a photography month actually uh, in May and uh, I tried to get into it this year but just you know uh, time and stuff but um, I'm hoping that one of the pieces just debuts in the Ellerslie Open if I get in um, some of the stuff I've been creating now and you've seen it on, on Facebook um, but uh, so nothing concrete coming up right now I've applied to some shows and there's some stuff coming way in the future but right now it's about some of those collaborations I'm doing with other artists because I've been having fun Hmm. Um, with that, because I had a collaborator show a couple um, couple months back at the BSB, that was just accepted. You know, people loved it more than I thought they would, and uh, it was fun. So I'm, I've been working on that, and hopefully get another body of that work uh, someplace specifically Toronto. Great. CA Showfed has been my guest on the Library Boxes in Trenton podcast. You can do an internet search for him. C as in Charlie, A as in Alpha. S-H-O-F-E-D and you can also look up some of his other efforts on social media platforms and also the BSB Gallery in Trenton, New Jersey. Thanks for your time, CA. Thank you.